I've got to say to you, an unhappy walrus will always be a comical sight to me. <laughs> All he needs is self-belief and better upper body strength, and he'll be fine. <laughs> He's just smooth down there like an action man. <laughs> this is a Standard Nerds podcast. How do you like me now? Hello and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now, the podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. I'm Will, with me as always is Liz. Hello Liz. Let's play darts! <laughs> okay, you're just really going going wild with these now. What? Fair enough. What's wrong with that? Nothing, nothing at all. Fair enough. That means like, let's get started. Yeah, I know, I know. I've seen, I've seen darts coverage. That's how it works. Okay. Yes. They say let's play darts, and then they play the darts. They play the darts. Good. That's it. So. So, Liz, this week it's my pick. All right then. And we are watching, I think, an absolute classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a special one. I'm quite interested because there's not too much I can remember about it. Okay. We're gonna watch Captain Planet. Ooh. And the Planeteers. Now. I know what they're all thinking out there. Mm -hmm. They're all thinking Liz hates all of these shit old cartoons (laughs) that Will makes her watch. (laughs) But I liked Captain Planet. Ooh, okay. I remember watching Captain Planet and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed when they all put their rings together. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And they got the power. They did. They all got. They all shouted what power they had. Do you remember the powers? Uh, earth. Wind and fire. Wind, fire, water and heart. Heart. The power heart. of heart. The power of heart. And from memory, what the power of heart allows you to do is talk to animals. Oh, really? So I think what it should really be called is earth, air, fire, water and do little. Wow. Yeah, okay. Really? Because that, I think, was the thing. It was literally like the intro was like Earth and it's like summoning earthquakes and like, you know, uprooting mountains. Water and they're controlling tidal waves. Wind and they can generate tornadoes. Fire and they can literally cast fireballs. Heart and they have some animals around them. What are you saying? Animals have no power? No, I'm saying animals have power, but animals don't have elemental power. You wouldn't want to talk to an ostrich if you could? Happily, I would. I'd like to know what help that would be in like a scenario in which I also need someone who has the power of summoning earthquakes and of tornadoes. You know, talking to an ostrich, a normal ostrich, mind you, isn't really going to give me that much of an advantage. If I could chat to a kangaroo, I could get it to fuck you up. <laughs> do. But again, what world-threatening... Because this is the thing, I seem to recall Captain Planet was all about saving the world. Yeah, I'm going to say this was strongly, like, eco-friendly in its messages. Yeah. I think that will have dated quite badly. <laughs> I think their concerns will be different to our concerns. Yeah, I think I think there'll be concerns about holes in the ozone layer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, definitely holes in the ozone layer. That's going to be a big one. Whaling. Deforestation. Yeah, these will be key concerns in there. But this is my thing. I seem to recall that always what they were fighting was like a huge thing. It was yeah. like a, like an oil spill, you know, and they're having to like whip up the waves to get rid of it and like fire to burn off the oil and air to blow away the smoke and earth to, you know, create a dam to stop it spreading. And the animal bit of that would be like, quick, tell all the other birds to fly the other direction. 
Yeah, obviously, and save all the birds. Are you telling me that's not a useful power? Let's go and watch it, okay? Oh, okay. Let's go and watch it, and we'll see who has the all best right. power. We're going to go away and watch some Captain Planet, and we will report back. Duncan, I'm blamed. And we're back. So, Liz, we've just gone and watched two episodes of Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Yep. Your immediate takeaway? I'm into it. <laughs> I'm all the way into it. <laughs> Oh my god, this. I've not smiled this much at a lot of things we've watched. The dialogue is very funny. The dialogue is hilarious. Not on purpose. No, 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 no. Entirely accidentally. The dialogue <laughs> is. The dialogue is appalling. A lot of cringy dialogue. And a lot of terrible jokes. Terrible jokes, but also just dated and like. <laughs> wow. So. thing is, it, it's. You know, going in, this is going to be a very preachy show. This is yes. this is a show with very much this is designed to basically say to kids, look, the environment is important, it's important that you, as the children of the future, save the planet. the power is in your hands very much. to save the planet. Yeah. Right? And I mean, it never really lets up with this whole sort of preachy thing. Oh god, it's just I mean I didn't mind that though. I didn't find that was a problem. The end section of every programme is like what you've learnt from this episode is acid rain is bad <laughs> and but i didn't mind that because it just made me laugh and all the things i think are probably still true oh yeah completely oil spills and acid rain still bad yes. but um if you're taking a short trip walk don't take a car yes americans yet to you know learn that lesson i think <laughs> actually they don't do short trips do they their country's no. too fucking big they can't they shouldn't be in charge of a country that big no everything's miles away. sorry if you're american but you, <laughs> you know it's you, true you can't walk anywhere in the states you know it's true <laughs> So let's so, get into it, right? Let's get into it. Gaia. Gaia. Tell me what you think about Gaia. Well, I mean, first off, uh, I mean, my, I've spent a good couple of minutes going, is that Whoopi Goldberg? Well, before I even heard her voice, I was all on board with Gaia. <laughs> yeah. Gaia is hot. Okay. <laughs> Gaia has got her shit together. She's a strong, powerful woman. Mm-hmm. She don't. She don't need no man. No. She's Mother Earth. She is Mother Earth. Mother um, Nature. She is like, I don't know, I guess she's kind of milfy. <laughs> I think she's got that vibe about her. You think she's got a bit of a milf thing going on? And then you hear her voice and you're like, hang on a minute, I know that voice. That's Whoopi Goldberg. I did not expect there to be any like voices that I recognised in this show. Mm, did you? I did not, no. I really didn't. I thought this was going to be one that... I thought I'd probably have one or two of those, like... You know there's people who do did like every cartoon in the 80s mm. and 90s? And like, okay, so you recognise a voice even though you can't think of the name of the person it is. But you're like, oh yeah, I know them from that and they did the voice of this person and this and they did the voice of that and that. You know, in that, that way that like Star Trek TNG actors turn up doing voiceovers for all sorts of cartoons. You mean Q, don't you? Yeah, you mean I mean, the guy I mean Q, Q and I mean Renny Aubergenois, you know, that kind of thing, you know, although he was Deep Space Nine. Oh my God, I'm outing myself. But yeah, he did. You know nothing. <laughs> You're pretending to know things. <laughs> Have you ever seen an episode of Deep Space Nine? Yeah, I've seen plenty of episodes of Deep Space Nine. Okay, all right. I know all about them. Cisco and Dax and Kira and... Oh, man. Why do I know so many characters in Deep Space Nine? That's not that many. Uh, there's his son. There's Odo. No, Odo's Rene Aubergine. That's Rene Aubergine. There's uh, the, the Ferengi. Yeah, go on. What's um, his name? Garth. Garth! <laughs> Is it Garth? Garth. Garth. Garth is the guy from IT who can't fix your computer. Right? <laughs> Garth is the guy who watches TNG. Quark. 
Quark. It's close to Garth. I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going around, if you're going around this life called Garth, you could equally be called Quark. It's Garth. Yeah. I'm just going to say to you, that character we would have viewed very differently if his name was Garth. <laughs> Can we get back to Captain Planet? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we have Gaia. The precursor to this is that you get two of the villains are drilling in the ocean yeah, yeah, to yeah. steal some oil. You know they're bad because they're ugly. Yeah, they're driving the thing that all villains have, which is a giant insect-like massive walker. It's a Most walker. impractical form of transport ever. Yeah. yeah, that's why we don't build many forms of transport that replicate walking. Yeah. Yeah, most of them we don't. It's we don't a difficult bother. thing to do. Difficult, it's yeah. very difficult. It's why we invented the wheel. Yeah, much easier to move a machine using much the wheel. Better. Yeah, but we know they're bad because they're kind of chuckling to themselves and they're like, "Oh, we're off into the sanctuary to <laughs> drill for oil." And like, yeah, all right, guys, we get it. You're bad. <laughs> you don't need to lay it on with a trowel. Well, yeah, exactly. So, but they're drilling, and what I, I wanted to talk about with Gaia. Yeah, they are drilling. It's already been established that the world is in peril. Yeah, so the world is polluted, the yeah. world has gone to shit, everyone is dying, everything's going to die, we're all screwed. Gaia is asleep. Yeah, yeah. Until the drill causes a drop of water to fall on her head and she goes, hang on, this is too much. Well, When she... it started coming into my home, it's <laughs> too much. Well, what she says is, I napped too long, but what could they have done in a hundred years? So she's been asleep for a hundred years, asleep at the wheel. So she's basically allowed us to fuck the earth in that time. Well, that means that she basically fell asleep about 1890, based yeah. off this. Mm. So I'd say peak industrial revolution. Yeah. She le- took her eye off, the ball, off I, the ball. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was thinking, like, surely, Gaia, when you were just starting to drift off there were signs there were signs that this was not a good time for you to take a nap like if you'd gone to sleep in the 1400s agrarian society no real machinery i'd you've gone it's all right it's good for now you know it's all croft farming yeah it's lots of hedgerows there's no massive pollution people are only burning like to keep warm there's not you know there's no refineries going on i'd be like okay at that point you can go you know what i'm just going to catch 40 winks Mm. right but yeah, like 1890, you know, towards the end of the Victorian age, yeah, massive industry. It's the start of it all. And mm. Other times that Gaia was asleep. Oh, there's a bit of an asteroid coming towards the Earth. I, I expect all those dinosaurs will be all right, though. They're very hardy. Just They're very hardy animals. I've got to take 40 <laughs> winks. Oh, shit! Diplodocus, <laughs> what's happened to you? <laughs> Diplodocus, what's happened to you? <laughs> no, Diplodocus, you were carrying the Earth ring. Oh, my God. Imagine Captain Planet, but all the planeteers are dinosaurs. Amazing. That would have been incredible. That's that's what I want to see. What would Captain Planet look like, though? Because Captain Planet is like... He's got to be T-Rex, right? Got to be a giant T-Rex, but with wings and massive forearms. And the green hair. And the green hair, He's yep. a blue T-Rex... <laughs> Wearing red pants with green hair. <laughs> and wings and giant forearms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't have... Well, they're, no, they're very, 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 very built forearms, but they're the same length. Oh, no, you can't have tiny forearms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planet. Tiny no, 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 forearms, no. but really, really built. 
T Rex Captain Planet. It's just like, hey, just these two massive forearms. Yeah. But he can't do anything with them. Exactly. That's his flaw as a character. That's. Gotta have a flaw. You gotta have a flaw. Yeah. Not realistic if a character doesn't have a flaw. Speaking of flaws, let's get to the main characters, the yeah. Planeteers. Right? Introduced twice. In, they were, weren't they? They were yeah, introduced yeah, yeah. in the intro and then introduced again in the show. Well, we're children. We are children at this point, yeah. When we're watching this, so it's like we've got to get get our brains into it. And, you know, there's a lot of information to be given over to us because each of them represents a power, mm-hmm. so a ring, and each of them also represents a continent, except there are only five... <laughs> And two of them are from the same continent. <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe if I wasn't European, it wouldn't bother me so much <laughs> that we're not there. But it feels like... <laughs> a bit of a read. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to have the power of heart, then you could make up another power and stick Europe in there. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could. It's the basic elementals. I mean, what are you going to put in as you... As... The power of heart. That's yeah. the basic that, element. No, 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 no. You've got your four elements, and then you've got heart as your like your fifth. Your dodgy, your ropey yeah. one. Well, if you add a sixth in, it's going to make heart look even shitter than it already is. Depends. What is it? Well, I don't know. What would What's you put the in? sixth element? Europe, right? Is the sixth element. I'm going to be Europe. Okay. okay? <laughs> it's Liz. Power of light. Light. See, that's fucking perfect. But then Why did you... they go with power of heart? That is shit. But that's the thing you put light in. If you put go, it's earth, fire, water, wind, light, and heart. Heart looks really shit by comparison. It already looks shit, Will. It does, yeah. I mean. Do you know why? Because we watched two episodes and I still don't know what it was. I do not <laughs> I can, know what it was. I can tell you what heart was, but we'll, I think we'll, we'll, get onto it. we'll get onto it. Let's go through the characters. Okay, so first introduced is uh, Kwame from Africa. Now, Kwame. Africa, power of Earth. Yeah. I understand the power of Earth. He sort of makes he can control the Earth. He can he can make the Earth rise up. He can create earthquakes. He can. I get it. I think that's fine. Yeah, that's and, a solid power. And when we're introduced to each of the characters, they're in their home continent, and he is. We, we, these are people that are already concerned about the environment. Basically, Absolutely. they're not baddies. They've already got concerns. So he's out there with a stick planting some. Plants, seedlings, yeah. seeds, yeah. So we get the idea he's already in touch with the earth, so mm-hmm. it makes sense that he then gets assigned earth. Absolutely, makes total does. sense. Absolutely, it does. Then we meet the girl from Asia. Mm-hmm. Is it Yi? It's Gi. 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 Like the butter. No, it's Gi. G I. Is that a real name? I don't know. Okay, it doesn't I honestly matter. Don't know. Right, she's in touch with the uh, water and marine life. We mm-hmm. know this because she's making a dolphin do tricks. <laughs> she is making a dolphin. <laughs> she's literally got a hoop and she's making a dolphin do tricks. Well, bit this, this undermines heart as well because, you know, she can control an animal. She can control dolphins. She Can she? Well, she controls one dolphin here and then she controls another dolphin in the intro. Maybe but, it's just limited to no, marine no, life. No, I don't think she's controlling the dolphin. She's telling it what to do. Because that's before she's got the ring. Well, then she's, she's just, very she's skilled. She's trained it. Well, you know that people make dolphins do tricks. Yeah, I know, I know. They don't need a ring from Captain Planet to do that. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. She's, okay. And then uh, the American. Yes. The North American. North American. It, what's his name? His name it took me quite a while to get there. I initially thought it was Wii U. 
I thought it was wind. And I was like, that's really confusing. Or even win, which sounds like wind. Why would you do that? Is it win? No, it's wheeler. It can't be wheeler <laughs> because the wheeler. sound they make in the intro is win. No, it's wee you. Wee I hear wee. I think this again goes back to the thing of we're spoilt now with HD and Dolby Surround and Ultra Crisp yeah, Audio. That on these things, it is a little bit tough sometimes to pick up what people are saying. But yeah, in the second episode, they say it quite clearly that it's Wheeler. So in, he ends up with the power of fire. Yes. But we meet him stopping a fight. He does, which is less of an environmental concern in my. It book. is, but probably quite a big concern for North America. <laughs> also, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. Fire has its place in yeah. in the environment. You you can control brush fires by setting other fires, that kind of thing. You can mm. you know, burn some stuff. Mm. It still it seems a fairly destructive thing well, to protect the earth. Considering when he gets his power, the first thing he does is start three small fires. Everyone goes, oh shit, we're going to put that out. Yes, luckily he has a woman who can control water who yes. goes around after him, clearing up his mess. <laughs> yeah. Which is very much a metaphor for <laughs> America's, uh, the USA's relationship to the rest of the world. And I mean, very, to be very clear, he is from the USA. Oh yes. Because he does lay this out at one point in one of these episodes of going, I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Yes. Um, yeah. He's not. I'm certain he's not. No, he's neither of those things. No. Then we meet Linka. Is it Linka? It is Linka. From the Soviet Union. Yes, which I believe, as this series goes on, does get changed to Russia after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Amazing. That is amazing. Because <laughs> he, yeah, somebody at some point says, are you Russian? And she's like, no, I'm Soviet. <laughs> which, obviously, she would make that distinction. She ends up with air, wind, whatever it's wind. called. To demonstrate that she's in touch with the environment. Now, I thought the dolphin jumping through a hoop was a bit much, right? She's got two birds helping her play a keytar. <laughs> she does. And she's on a clifftop for some reason. It's Don't know the, why. She's filming a music video, clearly. <laughs> clearly. I want to see that music video. <laughs> that is incredible because, yeah, it's further in touch with the environment. Because again, and then the there wind. are no, there are no more elements, uh, so there are no more characters. So we just move on. <laughs> There's nothing well, else to discuss. But this is the thing: you've <gasps> got to have from South America. You've okay. got Matty. I think it's Matty. Matty, sorry, Matty. Uh, Not Matty, is it? <laughs> Not like short for Matthew. <laughs> It's Matisse, short for I'll have Matisse now. That's probably very offensive. <laughs> this is a this is an ancient name. It's been handed down for generations. Is it? Right? This hasn't just been written on the back of a fag packet when they were like, give us something that sounds vaguely South American. Really? You think the same writers who called a North American kid Wheeler uh, <laughs> didn't come up with... So, you, know, you think they put a lot of thought, a lot of research time went into oh, this. Oh, definitely research. Absolutely. Mm, okay. I can't believe that any of these very, you know, well-drawn characters from around the world would not be fully researched. I mean, they all have depth. They're exactly. All, they've all got a clear, rich backstory. But uh, Matty is given... Sorry, Matty is <laughs> Matty. Matty is given the power of heart. Yeah. Uh, which it's explained... Basically, the problem is, like, right, going into this... So many problems. We assumed, first yeah. say, that Hart was going to be shit. Did we? I think we did. I did, certainly. I went into this assuming Hart was going to be shit. I don't know what you thought. Uh, I guess I guess so. I guess you feel like they've made up a fifth one. Yeah. 
The others are the four elements, and you can clearly demonstrate a way to use them. Whereas power of heart, what's it going to be? I would have accepted it if it was power over animals and, mm-hmm. you know, like ability to, to control animals. Although that doesn't seem that environmentally great. No. If you're like, oh no, somebody's attacking us. I'll just I'll just get the local wildlife to come in and risk their lives. That doesn't... Yeah, I, I get why they didn't go there, right? But then Gaia kind of explains it as like, you link everybody together and they need heart. Without heart, none of the others work. Not true. Yeah. Um, they, they break that in the second episode <laughs> because it, Matty says, well, I'm, I'm shit. I'll sit this one out. And they're all fine. Um, <laughs> Not exactly fine, but well, we'll I get see your it. point. Yeah. We'll get onto it. But... The problem I have with it is is that could work in that, you know, without reason and without conscience, what are we? You know, what would they be fighting for if they didn't have a moderating force? They would become as bad as the villains if they were prepared to go to any ends to achieve what they wanted. So without a moderating force, what could they be? You know, he could be Neville Longbottom. (laughs) He could be. The one that stands up to them. You know, right right before the final battle, he says, no, those means don't justify those ends. He could be that. But he isn't. <laughs> He's just a shit little kid who they didn't have a real power for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're absolutely right. Cause they, and this thing, they, they tack stuff on. Because, yeah, it's like you are, you, they say, Guy says that, but also you're telepathic and you can locate everyone and you can listen to everyone and you can talk to everyone. Like, just add more shit on to yeah. justify the fact that everyone's going to go, oh, no one's going to want to be heart when they play this. That's exactly it. If you can't sum your power up in, like, one quick sentence, you don't have a real power. It's like, I'm sort of telepathic a bit and I sort of know where people are a bit and I sort of have a bit of this and a bit of that. You don't have a power, you're shit. No, yeah. Right? There's nothing that he achieved in either of these episodes, this telepathy or whatever, that he couldn't also have achieved by shouting out, Hey, guys, where are you? (laughs) Hey, you need anything? You need me to help you out? Guys? Anybody? All he needs is self-belief and better upper body strength, and he'll be fine. (laughs) Isn't that true for us all? <laughs> it's true for us all. That's all I need Many's in life. Many's the time I've gone to bed at night thinking, that's all I need. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So those are the, the five planeteers that we're introduced to. Can we just talk about them meeting each other? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because old Wheeler, right... <laughs> He comes up, he goes, hey, 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 lady, you want to explain what's uh, going on here? <laughs> that's not an inaccurate impression. <laughs> that uh, is 100% accurate. I think that's a pretty good impression yeah. of what he does. He, he's horrendous, isn't he? He's appalling. He's terrible. He's terribly irritating. The rest of them are, are fine. You know, they're just Obviously, generic kids. Yes, they all speak English. Yes. With... Their respective dodgy accents. Yes. Dodgy, non-specific accent, like, just just a general... Well, it's like, it's it's the accent that you would do if somebody said, can you sound vaguely Russian? <laughs> You'd go, oh, yes, I am Linka. I uh, would like to uh, use the power wind. <laughs> well, that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do the others, because I feel like it would get more offensive as I go lead. down the line. 
<laughs> I think it will. Should definitely have you in the reboot, though. As, yeah, yeah, as... yeah, sure. No, I'm available for bookings. <laughs> yeah, so they, they all speak English. They all have their dodgy accents. But the kid from Brooklyn is really just horrendous. He is just the classic American. He thinks he's the leader. There's no reason for him to be the leader, no. other than he's American. Yep. And he obviously, therefore, decides that he's the greatest of them all. Yeah. Kwame's got much more gravitas. Oh, yeah, Kwame has gravitas. You know why? Because Kwame is voiced by LeVar Burton. What? That's Geordie LaForge. Oh, you was keeping that back, I was keeping that back, yeah. You was keeping that in your little back pocket. That's LeVar Burton. No. So no wonder you think Kwame should be in charge. Well, no wonder I warned Kwame. But he definitely should be in charge. He's clearly the leader. Do any of the other, like... Main characters there have people I would know. No, I don't believe so. No, I think they're they're probably voiceovers like you you recognise from other things, but they're not like. Yeah. Well, I know them from this big thing here. No, like, no, no. Looking through names, none of them jumped out at me. It's like, oh, that's that person. This is the thing. Wheeler is that, but oh. oh, can I just say one of the things he says? They're all trying out their powers, so she she gives them the ring straight away. She has just woken up from a nap. She didn't even know what humans had done to the Earth. And yet, straight away, she knows what five kids from around the globe she wants to give these rings to. This is the thing. She's All she's worried about is the fact there's now a leak in her bedroom. She's like, oh, for Christ's sake. Right, planeteers, come on. Her bedroom on Hope Island. Right, that's where she lives. Which is also weirdly under the sea. Uh, yeah, it's an island, but she lives in a crystal cave under... I don't know. Anyway... It's a whole Superman sort of vibe, like but, Fortress of Solitude yeah, kind of Yeah, there may be some borrowing from other superheroes. <laughs> anyway, she gets these rings, slaps them on all the kids, and then she's like, just try it out. And so, you know, they're like, oh, wind, and summon a, t- a tornado into her front room. Yeah. And... It, you know, she gives them no idea. of. Uh, there's very little training going on. Oh, God, no training whatsoever. The thing is, she is a bit of an absentee sort of... Well, she has to be, because she's Mother Earth. Surely she's all-powerful. Why wouldn't she just sort all this shit out herself? Well, this is this is the question I'm going to come to at the point when we discuss the next character. You know, there is an easy out for almost all of this. doesn't involve five fucking kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're, they're trying out their powers, and um, Wheeler is predictably... You know, offensive. Renegade. Because as soon as uh, Linker conjures something, he's like, nice job, toots. Toots. Can you imagine a male character calling a female character toots in a show now? (laughs) And not being a mafia boss. I think that probably should have ended around the time of Betty Boop. Nice, nice job, toots. <laughs> yeah, nice gam, see? Oh, it's, my oh God. It's, it's just terrible. They want to ask lots of questions about their powers, obviously. Which is like, There's no time now. We've already got our first crisis. And cuts to an image of a dirty walrus. <laughs> he's got he's got a bit of oil on his back, and he's not happy about <laughs> it. He's sitting on a rock. Ah. <laughs> It's <laughs> just a brilliant panning shot. Supposed to be the scene of like devastation, oil slicks. And, you know, this is the thing. Like Growing up in the 90s around this time, you know, Seems to me oil slicks and like beach liners were a thing. There were quite a few sort of big sort of There were a lot of big ones. I think they still happen, obviously, but yeah. there are a lot of big ones that we probably remember. Yeah, and this yeah. is the thing. And and so, you know, those, seeing those images on the news of like seabirds coated in oil mm. and everything else just became just a thing you saw, and it's horrible to see. This is not a great representation of that as they pan across three dirty walruses and a seabird with some green on it, and a walrus just goes as it pans across. I've got to say to you, an unhappy walrus will always be a comical sight. Me. <laughs> so I can see that. <laughs> Especially when it goes. <laughs> I hate my life. I'm going to die. <laughs> Help me, I'm a walrus. 
I'm a walrus. <laughs> oh no, we must help a walrus. Ma, ma, I've got oil on me. I can't fix it. I don't have hands. <laughs> oh god. I wish so, we'd smoked drugs before this because then that would make sense why yeah, this is happening. Yeah, I feel like I had done. Okay. But... Gaia knows their opponent is the evil Greedly. Okay. Greedly. Horace so Greedly. Just so nobody's confused about who are the villains here. It's not the clean cut kids. No. It's a guy called Greedly. Yeah, it's a guy called Greedly who is. He has about... the face of a pig. Yeah, he has the face of a pig. He has fangs. He's about eight foot tall. He's got a ginger mohawk. Yeah. He has a toxic waste gun that he can shoot. I mean, he he looks like every cartoon villain from like 90s reskinned all mashed together yeah like you know like you know disney robin hood it's like a, they sure. recut some of the same cells for the jungle book or the other way around yeah, so yeah. it's the same dancing else they just drew over it the cell so they've got that there it's that kind of thing again of like take all the villains from like teenage mutant ninja turtles and everything else and just put them all into one and overlay and just trace over it and that's our villain. He's a very quintessential bad guy. But also, when they're on the... They have... Guy gives them, like, a, a plane, but it's, like, a spaceship plane. Yeah, it's. I think it's, It's like very a, futuristic. It is very futuristic. I think it's, like, an... And they're in there. They're all, like, prattling about. And, and Wheeler, again, he's got too many lines, man. He says, we're off to battle a pig-faced polluter. <laughs> now, they don't know Greedley, right? They didn't see a picture of him. So did Gaia say, um, you'll know him because he's got a face like a pig? <laughs> he looks fucking pig ugly. The guy I'm sending you to go and fight, you'll know he's ugly because he looks like a fucking pig. I mean, that is an excellent Whoopi Goldberg impression, mate. I'm trying to do Gravitas. I can't do a Whoopi Goldberg no, impression. Who's got a Whoopi Goldberg impression just ready to go? No, do you want to do one right no, now? I know do you no, want to? No, absolutely not. You I know go in no the hotspot. I know no one who can do a Whoopi Goldberg impression. One thing is, I thought when they first, when she first talks about him, I thought she said the evil hoggish greedly. Yeah. And I think she says evil Horace greedily. But if she said hoggish, that might well, give you a little bit maybe, of a that's why he looks like Maybe a she said hoggish because there's a lot of hog references. <laughs> but I mean oh god, there's loads of sort of they all fly in on their on their future plane and yes. it, I mean it's a shit plane, let's be honest. It's really shit because it gets But it isn't of... shit, is it? It's way better looking than a normal plane. Oh god yeah. It looks good, but for, it for, is because the character, the the greedily says is it the Coast Guard? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> no, 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 it might be Greedley's... Um... Rigger. His... Rigger? Rigger. Is that his that's his mate? That's his mate. Oh, his little stooge. Yeah. Yeah, is it the Coast Guard? That really made me laugh, because the idea that the Coast Guard would be that... Adv- I mean, they mostly stick with boats, but I just... I loved that. <laughs> it's... It's a ship plane. They shoot it with oil, and it immediately loses all power. Well, the controls are jammed. Well, these, it's, it's like it might as well be a, like a mechanical cormorant because you hit it with oil and it can't fly. Well, it's no, it is still flying, but the controls are jammed, so they can't land it. So then one of them, power of wind keeps it up, and then Kwame grows an island. For them to land on. For them to land on, yeah. yeah. Because she, her sustaining a tornado to hold a plane is pretty draining because it seems like she's about to pass she, out. Link is very tired by that. But things, this is only like this is like hour one of having a power. Of course she's going to be tired. She's never tried it before. This stuff is draining. Sure, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It is a proven thing. Anytime someone first uses a superpower, they find it absolutely exhausting. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't get that. They have to adapt to it. It's oh, like they have to this adapt. is why, like, when Peter yeah. Parker gets bitten by the spider, he passes out for three days in his room. Okay, I haven't watched that version, but that seems very boring. That's like most versions. Most versions, like the Tobey Maguire one, the Andrew Garfield the one. The like, I think who's the... watched the Andrew Garfield? One? <laughs> I've seen the Andrew Garfield one, but I think even the, the you know not the Tom Holland one because you haven't seen that one, but the Miles Morales uh, the. Um, the the animated one, Spider Verse one. Yeah, you made me watch that. And then he passes out. They, he passes out for two days. That is the standard thing that Spider Man no, does. No, he didn't. Yes, he does. No, you get this whole montage where he's asleep for two days. His roommate comes in and out, and it's like super fun. No, I think he just goes and does some graffiti. <laughs> no, he does that I'm before sure that he gets bit. Then sure he gets bit. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so you get the. <laughs> you get, they land, and they. <laughs> my my favorite bits is. They're basically yelling at each other over this divide, and the planeteers, Wheeler for some reason has a megaphone that gives his voice an echo. Why would you put that in? Can't understand what he's saying the best of times. And now he's talking on a megaphone, trying to explain what they're going to do. And he's saying something like, well, as soon as we put this thing together, we're going to be able to see you, while three of them are building another thing out of the plane they've got. I think you were watching a different episode. I don't remember any of that. What? You must have been looking down at your notes. I think that... They've been told by Guy as a precursor to this, we skipped over this, that if it ever become if a situation ever becomes too much, they just have to put their powers together. If you can't handle it, put your powers together and you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Just tell them, Guy. Just tell them what's gonna happen. Well maybe she thinks if she tells them that a superhero who's more powerful than all of their powers combined will come out and save them if they put their rings together, that they might not use their rings that much. But this is my point. The whole point of these rings, right, yeah. is to put them together to summon Captain Planet. Yeah. He's a hero. Why isn't that their default plan every time? Why Why the rings at all? Right? Well, yeah, why not just guys like, oh, Captain Planet, come on. Because just put the rings together, make Captain Planet, and then Captain Planet can exist, right, and then just let him be. You know, if he's not needed, he can have some downtime. Yeah. He can just, you know, develop a hobby, uh, have an alter ego or yeah. whatever. Or better yet, five rings, give them all to one person, one on each finger, one on the thumb, like Thanos. But isn't that like the Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, exactly. All the power in one hand. But and you can summon a... Captain Planet. I haven't seen the films, but I think that was a bad thing. <laughs> well, it is a bad thing when Thanos gets here. But that's because of what he wants to do with it. Yeah, but... I'm not saying that if you gave someone all the rings for Captain Planet... You have to pick the right person. You're not going to pick someone who's like, I'm going to use this to wipe out half the Earth. Yeah, but if she gave them to Matty, then he might be corrupted by that power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm, possibly. But the thing is, it's not the absolute power, because the absolute power is Captain Planet. The worst thing to do would be to give Captain Planet the five rings. Oh, then well, you've got a tyrant on your hands. That would be a terrible thing that's to do. That's an awful idea. Guy right? wouldn't do that. Guy knows her shit. Uh, that's it, yeah. She, that's why she sends these five untrained kids off and sits at home on her own. They do okay. They do all right, yeah. It's all right. I mean... I imagine she's just, like, binge-watching, like, shows. She's got she's got a lot of TV to catch up on. She can't be doing with all this. <laughs> she's been asleep for 100 years. Yeah, exactly. You'd have loads to catch she's up on. She's got all TV to catch up on. All of TV. She's all of TV, all of film, basically. 100 years of humanity's output to catch up <laughs> oh on. Oh, God. That's cute. It's going to take a, that's going to take like a thousand years to listen to. I don't know. I, I, something she just skipped. It's like yeah. me with Lost. I'm never going back there. <laughs> yeah, by your powers combined. I am Captain Planet. I am Captain Planet. And he comes out. And... Do you think he's an impressive looking superhero? Or do you think he's... A bit shit. I think he's a bit shit. 
he's a lot of shit. But yeah, I mean, he's clearly meant to be impressive because he's oh, got yeah. that square cut jaw and the green hair and the blue skin. But for me, the green hair and the blue skin mm-hmm. make it seem a bit shit. I like when he was first coming into being after they put the rings together and he's briefly naked and he's just smooth down there like an action man. (laughs) (laughs) He's shiny and blue and he's got no todger. (laughs) Like a smurf. Kind of. I mean, they're very in touch with the environment, aren't they? Yeah, maybe he is like the the uber Uber smurf. smurf. He's the Uber Smurf. Captain Planet is the Uber Smurf. I the, mean, the one the Smurfs, he, you know, started doing steroids, <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh my god, he was cast out from the other Smurfs. They were like, "You they, can't be doing this. Yeah. we're we're very straight edge. Get out. <laughs> this right? is an intervention. Leave." And he became Captain Planet. Yeah, that's the origin story. Oh my god, it's the classic tale. It's the age-old story. The age-old story. But Uber Smurf and the Planet is actually has a better ring to it. Oh god, yeah, you totally would, watch that one. I you? would watch a show called Uber Smurf and the Planet is. Yep. Oh my goodness, but he has a weakness though, Captain Planet, despite his amazing ability to rip things apart. And the fact that the other people that are assisting him lose all of their powers as soon as he comes into being. Yeah, which is a massive drawback. It is really, because it's like you bring on your star striker, but the whole rest of the team has to sit out. (laughs) I was going to say break their legs. What? (laughs) You can bring on... (laughs) You bring on the star striker, but you have to break your own legs. You can bring on Lionel Messi, but you all have to break a leg at the same time in order to do that. I mean, I've seen some teams where that would work. <laughs> oh my goodness! I haven't. I don't watch football. <laughs> <laughs> He's, but I mean, this is. I I love. They immediately set him up as like he is the environmental crusader. Yeah. But it's not just the big stuff he does. It's the small stuff. Like he plugs up. He sucks all the oil back into the earth. Yes. He gets a giant rock to plug the hole with. Yeah. Which they drilled through the seabed. They're going to be able to drill through that rock. Let's be honest. Well, also, I think it would leak out the edges of the rock, but yeah. don't delve to it. Let's not get He's into plugged it. that with a rock, right? Yeah. Move on. So then he flies away, then he comes back and picks up the pipe. Yes. And goes, mustn't litter. Yep, don't litter. Yep, and so he puts it in a litter bin. Now, I appreciate what he's trying to do. Yeah. But someone's got to go and empty that bin. Imagine the poor park ranger who replaces the bin bags. He comes along, and there is a 30-foot oil pipe in one of them. Go bloody fly I mean, tippers! Yeah, you can't recycle. That's contaminated. You can't recycle that. No, you can't. That's no, just the council aren't going to know what to do with They're that. They're not going to take that. No, no, that'll I mean, be there for no weeks. No one's going to take that away. It's ridiculous. No one's going to take that. They're not going to take that. What you got to do is report it on Twitter. <laughs> That's shame, the shame the council on Twitter. Then they'll bring a special con- contractor out to get it. But Captain Planet could have solved all that by disposing of it properly. Yeah. It is a conveniently placed bin, though, considering they're in a wildlife refuge that no one goes to. Yes. That there's two bins stuck next it's to each other. It's a marvellous double bin. So when he throws something in it, it spins round and squeaks, which I enjoyed because he then comes back with one of the baddies and throws him in the other side. It's a lovely whole no-littering thing. Yeah, it's a great little great little moment. To, you know, It's not just the big stuff he's doing, it's the little things as well. But then, obviously, there's there's a problem that we discover his one weakness. Yes, which is... the oil drill didn't damage him. No. Nope. He could withstand that. Yeah, thinks it tickles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but being sprayed with some toxic waste that blocks out the emblem on his chest. Yeah. Don't block the emblem. Don't block the emblem. I think because he's powered by the sun. (laughs) 
what like those little old calculators used to get? Yeah, and this is like a solar panel. That's like that's like a solar panel on his like Casio. That gets blocked up with toxic waste. He loses all his powers and basically passes out. Yeah, the oil waste is like the toxic waste rather is draining his strength. Yes, as it would do for any of us. But luckily. Uh, all they need is a coat full of water and they splash it on him and it gets rid of the toxic waste. I mean, I would have said maybe you could just take that coat and just <laughs> just clean that off. They wipe a bit off with their hands anyway, but I mean, which is a bit dangerous toxic it's, waste. If it's toxic, These yeah. kids aren't the smartest thing in the world. The basically, while he's passed out, the giant walking drilling platform is going to step on him. So their solution, rather than say, quick, mm. move Captain Planet, is quick. Push this eight-foot rock underneath. Right up to his head. Right up to his head. Which I would say you don't have that much control of a rock that size. Nope. Very dangerous. That rock weighs, like, easily two tonnes. Very dangerous. Yeah. And there's only three small-sized kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. two small-sized kids and one very small-sized kid. There's no need to be getting at my tea, for <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Leave the poor kid alone. He's already got power of heart. <laughs> Oh, dear. But, yes, they, they wash off the toxic waste and the captain returns to full strength. And, and he smashes the shit out of whatever robot that was. And, and he saves the day and then he goes, The power is yours! <laughs> and everything's great. It is, it is. I mean, you do... And you get, you know, Linker talking to Wheeler. There's a beginning of a little blossoming of some begrudging respect there because she says to him, My sweet imperialist dog. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And he calls her Rusky Tusky. <laughs> Ruski Tuski, yeah. I, I'm guessing that's the early signs of a romance. I don't want it to be. Oh, God, no. It's not needed. It's completely unnecessary. It's this thing of, you know, America and what was the Soviet Union have been the terrible enemies for so many years. And it's like, wow, if these kids can work together to save the world, then maybe all the politicians can get together and be best birds. So that's... That's the episode. Then you get the moral at the end. And you know me, I love a cartoon with a moral at the end. Oh, absolutely. You know. Absolutely, <laughs> so, totally. So we get shown the state of the world and we get shown some quick tips to, uh, you know, to make sure you, to, so you can contribute, kids. The power is yours yes. to save the world. And those things are turn off lights when you're not using them. Yep. Carpool. Mm-hmm. If you can. And walk or ride a bike instead of using your car. For short journeys. All sensible things. Very sensible. Very sensible things. Some might say those are such obvious messages that it's almost useless. Although not to Americans, to be fair, because they, they, do, they do next to nothing. <laughs> really they are against America. <laughs> yeah, I guess from having spoken to I someone. I think the problem is that it's the same messages we're now again telling everyone, mm. which just proves that no one's listening to these messages enough. Yes. It, what it happens is that you put out the message, people adapt for a short time, then they feel that it's not done anything... And they go back to their old ways. Those habits haven't become ingrained. So let's move on to the second episode we watched, which was accidentally, normally what we do with this is we watch we watch the start and then we watch a later episode. But uh, you didn't do any research, did you, Will? I did not do any research. I just picked a random episode in a YouTube list and it turned out to be the second episode, um, which I'm kind of glad we did watch because it, it does actually... Well, we met Mr. Scum. We met Mr. Scum. Villainous, verminous scum. Verminous scum, because he's a rat. Yes. He has a rat pack. He's a, a person-sized rat. Yes, he is. He's got a tail. He's got he's got ragged clothes. He's got... Claws. He's and... got a hood. He's yeah, And he's got a he's plot. A rat. He's a rat. He's a rat and he's got a plot. He's got a massive drill as well. And straight away I knew the voice. Yeah. But I couldn't believe 
that it was going to be who I thought it sounded I'm like. I'm here to confirm it is Jeff Goldblum. Amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, this, is, this must be one of those things where... Like, you know, in cartoons generally, you occasionally you get, like, a little bit of a cameo of, like, someone like, oh, this is, like, you know, a, you know this is, oh, that person's unexpected. Genuinely, I looked through some of the names of people who've been in this. And voicing main characters, not okay. just guest appearances, main characters. Meg Ryan. Wow. Tim Curry. Whoa. Martin Sheen. Yeah. Sting. <laughs> Dean Stockwell. Nice. Uh, Greedley is Ed Asner, who voices Carl hey. Fredrickson in art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Ratzenberger oh. is Rigger, who's his mate who gets chucked in the bin. Was that really John Ratzenberger? Yeah. Other people on this, Rita Marino, Neil Patrick Harris turns up. Neil Patrick Harris? Ed Begley Jr. Literally, there are so many people in this. That's, that is amazing. Yeah. They're literally, I'm looking through, like, it's a who's who of people. Really? It's a who's who of people it's, that are people. It's a who's who of people that are people. I couldn't think of any any qualifier for that as I was helping no, you saying No, because it's not really a who's who, is it? Because there are a lot of people that aren't in it. But it's a who's who of some people that we know from some other things. It's a who's who of a disparate collection of people. Yes, absolutely it is. But I mean, this thing is huge. That, I mean, that is awesome. But yeah, it was very cool to hear Jeff Goldblum in this episode. When you're not expecting any celebrity um, The guests. best kind of Goldblum is the unexpected Goldblum. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Can I just give a mention to him being on Drag Race and crying at two drag queens lip-syncing to Katy Perry? <laughs> An amazing Goblin moment. You can One probably get it on forget. YouTube. I'll never forget. Oh. oh, my goodness. So the plot of this episode, Verminous Scum, the rat guy, is doing something to create acid rain. I don't know why, really, but he likes acid rain. And then the kids are doing an obstacle course. Yes. And part of it is trying to get over a wall. Because, again, I've got to say this, right? I know it sounds like I hate Americans, but Americans love a fucking obstacle course. (laughs) Everything they write is like, oh, who can climb to the top of the fucking rope? Who can climb the wall? And the answer is always not the great big tough guy, but it's some kind of inner strength or intelligence overcomes it, right? That is all bullshit, okay? Usually it's just the physically strongest, okay? <laughs> Let's be real. I did PE, right? <laughs> I am very fucking smart, but guess what? The kids who are fitter than me could run fucking faster and could climb fucking walls and I couldn't. And <laughs> climb the rope. And in fact, I remember my friend, this is in primary school, my friend climbing to the top of the apparatus and... Um, it wasn't through intelligence, it was through stupidity because she got up there, realised she was afraid of heights and couldn't get back down. They had to call three teachers out to coax her down. <laughs> oh my God. But that, that, that happened in my school as well. Like someone like climbs up the photocopy and looks down and goes <clears throat> and clings to it like yeah, that. Yeah. I, someone fell I can still remember her clinging to a bar, her arms wrapped around it, her face all like pink and flushed because she has discovered fear once she reached the top of the apparatus <laughs> oh my god did you have that apparatus that was like a wooden frame that like came pivoted out from it's the wall exactly what i'm talking yes. about yeah yes we had that in my primary school and someone fell off it and broke the collarbone nice um we had it in my secondary school and someone fell off it and broke the collarbone just a deeply unsafe piece of equipment i used the same logic that I use on uh, ladders now, which is that I won't go more than two steps up. If anything needs to be done more than two steps up, there'll be a big strong man waiting to prove himself that I can just seed it over and I'll go and do something else. That's my inner wisdom. (laughs) 
That's it. Brains over brawn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if they want to prove themselves, let them fucking get on with it. That, that's that's your that's your wisdom, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. So they've all got over this wall except uh, Mati. Mati, because he's useless and shit. Power of heart. But uh, but he gets up to the top and then he just falls off. Yeah, yeah. And before they he has time to conquer it, so uh, I think Gaia summons them and they're like, there must be an eco emergency, <laughs> which is such nerd language. <laughs> it's nerd language. Oh, I can see now someone with like eco emergency as like just a slogan somewhere, but no, I can't. It's too nerdy. It doesn't sound good. This is an eco emergency. Well, it's like the whole world is a fucking eco emergency right now, but it's still not a good phrase. No. It just comes off too nerdy. <laughs> they they go off. Mati is, you know, he's he's having a crisis of confidence. He says, "I'm no good. I'm quite too rightly, small." Quite rightly, quite yeah, rightly, because he's useless. Because again, he's doubt. At this point, they've gone this heart thing, and he's doubting what he can even do. What's he even bringing to the team? Yeah. And the answer is shit all. Yeah. Well, give the give the great big, you know, tough Brooklyn guy power of heart and see how he gets on. Yes. Yeah. He won't like it either. Well, because clear that's a better idea. Because clearly he comes from a place which is filled with hate. Yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. it's dark. It's full of muggings. It's full. Of, you know, he breaks up a fight the first time when he gets his firing. Don't give him fire. That's a weapon. Yes, absolutely. Give him power of heart. See how he gets on. Yeah. He'll he have can a crisis mediate. of confidence too. Captain confidence. He'll he'll still break yeah. if he's power of heart. <laughs> I fuck Matty over with that. Anyway. So, uh, Matisse doing this, oh, I'm so small, and I'm so... So he stays behind in the car. Taking his ring off. He's taking off his ring, his little ring, which you see a close-up of, and it's just got the heart on it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I had that out of, like, a Kinder Egg or a gumball machine. Looks shit. Anyway, then they all go off to go and... just try and stop the acid rain machine and they get captured okay so they get they get captured they're stuck in like a warehouse type thing and it's full of old chemical barrels and they discuss why their individual powers will not work to get them out of this scrape so you know they can't set a fire because of the chemicals makes total sense yeah can't make an earthquake because that might breach the barrels and cause a chemical spill. Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah. Can't do the wind thing for some reason. Because it might blow toxic fumes into the atmosphere. And they can't do the water because... It might enter a water course and hurt a fish. It might contaminate an underground spring. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Oh, it might contaminate... An... I mean, you're clutching at straws when that's your fallback. It would have made more sense if she said, I can't do my water power because there's no water in here. Yeah, because it's full of chemicals, and um, it's already been established that she can't she can't make water out of thin air. No, the fire can be made out of thin air. The air can be made out of air. The earth is made from earth. <laughs> air famously made of air. But she can't make water out of nothing. No. So it, you just say, "I can't do my water thing. There ain't no water here. Look with your eyes." Yeah. So they're like, oh, what we really need is to call Mati, right? So they're all like, oh, come on, Mati, in their brains, because he's got power of heart, so you'll hear that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right, so he comes along, and he's like, my friends are in trouble. He's not, no, it's not power of heart. He's watching it on a video screen. No, no. He's, I don't he's, fucking he's know. He's watching it on a video screen, but then he can't see them anymore. Then he notices his ring is glowing, so he picks up his glowing ring, <laughs> and he puts it on, and he goes, heart, I sense fear and panic. Like, yeah, that's your own fear and panic, mate, because you're having a crisis of confidence. Yeah, you dickhead. So then he, basically, he can hear them, they say, help, we need help, we're trapped. Yeah. 
But the heart power also means that he can tell where they are without yeah. seeing them. So he goes running in. He then runs up to the door of the warehouse they're in and has to use the heart to communicate with them te- telepathically rather than just yelling through the fucking door. I already told you that this power is the same as being able to speak loudly. Can't get them out, so they're like, oh, what are we going to do? There's a window on the roof. Two questions. One, you know this kid's got a problem with climbing. Yep. And two, why don't you climb out the window your fucking selves? And what was the problem with the power of air again? Because couldn't she just summon a little bit of air just to waft her up out the window? They're breathing in toxic fumes. Why can't you summon the air to blow all the toxic fumes into one corner? I don't know. That seems very specific, Will. It seems like the kind of... She can summon a mini tornado to lift her four feet off the ground. Yeah. Seems this is fairly controllable power she's got. Anyway, the dickhead, right. So it comes down to climbing. He has to He has to climb up the side of the building, right? He's so bad that Gaia has to turn up in the sky, even though she can't properly come from Hope Island. Turns up in the sky and is like, you know why you can't climb these fucking walls, right? It's because you don't believe in yourself, so get up the wall, right? (laughs) So he gets up it. He gets up the wall. He he still doesn't know how he gets him out. he He has a fire hose that he dangles in. He doesn't bring it up with him, but somehow, power of heart... I don't know. He <laughs> summon fire hose. Summons the fire hose and he dangles it down and they all climb up it. Obviously, American first. He says last one up is a loser. No, he says last one up's a hoser. What? Hoser, which is a slang term for a Canadian. So I think that's an anti-Canadian joke from from him and also reference to hose, the fact they're climbing up a hose. I'm pretty sure he just says loser. No, he says hoser. Okay. But I'm then pretty he sure gets... he also says uh, that Matty is one tough hombre. <laughs> yeah, it does. Very inappropriate is Wheeler. I was going to say, that's got to be offensive to somebody because I was offended and I don't even really know why. I, mean, I think a lot of what Wheeler says is pretty offensive. Rusky Tusky is... That's, that's not good, is it? He calls Gaia toots. <laughs> you can't call the Earth. She's not even Mother Earth. She's literally the Earth. That was her original essence. She literally is the living, breathing embodiment of the Earth. And he calls her toots. <laughs> Easy there, dollface. I've got this now. Fuck me. <laughs> if that isn't the American male all over, I'm really down on Americans. You really are. I don't know why. I genuinely, I thought he was Trump. Yeah. Yeah. No, a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm imagining him as a Republican. Let's say that. It's. It, I'm. He is everything like that we kind of feel about the negative stereotypes of America. Mm. He is all of those rolled into one i think he's absolutely horrendous <laughs> as a character <laughs> horrendous oh my god but they summon captain planet why because they always summon captain planet yeah that is the thing they do because why wouldn't you he's a fucking superhero yes he's a superhero you need a superhero you know you can't do it yourself just summon him at the beginning save yourself some time yeah absolutely absolutely captain planet arrives and comes up with i think the best line guess i better make like the wind and blow that was a great line. I enjoyed that line. <laughs> I always enjoy a blow joke. <laughs> Don't I mean, you? Yeah, actually, this one just. You turned, love a good blow I joke. I do love a good blow joke. This, this, at this point, in this episode just turns into a, a descending series of terrible jokes. Because you get, hey, you get off of my cloud. So you oh, get a that, Stones reference. Yeah, that was a bad joke. You get, he, he pulls some chalk out of the ground and smashes it to spread over the cloud to neutralise the acid and says now that's how I spell acid relief 
Yeah, is that okay that it was snowing? I think he said it was sodium carbonate. I'm not a chemist, I, I, so I don't know, but it, that seems like it might not be okay. Calcium carbonate is chalk, I believe. No, he, I'm sure he said sodium carbonate. I don't know what he's doing with sodium because carbonate. Because it, it must be an alkali, because he said it was going to neutralise the acid. Yeah, I still don't think you should be chucking massive amounts of it over a wide area. No, because clearly... And also, if it's going to have a chemical reaction with the acid... It's going to be bad. Absolutely. Oh, but this one ends and we get a, a, another fantastic sort of moral that ends with write to your congressperson. Write a letter to your congressperson. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks. I will. Brilliant, Captain Planet. What a... Well, well, there you go. There we are. So that that is really Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Let's go to the question. So, Liz, how do you like me now? Honestly, I kind of enjoyed it. It's very naff, and it's dated, and it's kind of totally unsubtle, and I liked it. Yeah, it is naff. 100% agree, it's completely naff. But it is so naff that it goes into that, this is hilariously naff category. Yeah. This isn't naff like, it's just a bit boring and a bit lame. This is like, this is just funny. This is just entertaining on the basis of how shit it is. And I think on that basis, I'm going to say this is one worth going back and rewatching. Yeah, but I wouldn't show it to a kid now. A kid now would just be like, what is the Soviet Union? Why is heart a power? We, I am like, why is heart a power? That's not just kids, Will. <laughs> oh, dear. But there we are. Well, Liz, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will be back soon with another episode. Hey, if you're enjoying How Do You Like Me Now and want to get involved more with the show, why not follow us on Twitter at HDYLMN1 or on Instagram at How Do You Like Me and get involved. We'll be running polls so you can choose what shows we're watching or what shows Liz is most likely to hate. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please like, rate, subscribe, review our show. It all helps and it's really appreciated. Thanks a lot and keep listening. This is a Standard Nerds podcast.